some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept, two best buddies, that's Abby and myself Watch buddy movies, and then we compare the movie Friendship to our own This week we will be covering... 2013's The Heat, starring Melissa McCarthy and San- Sandra Bullock. San- Sandy Sandy Bulldog. That's Sandy, what I call her. Yeah, that's what she likes. Sandman Bulldog. Give me a dream about bulldogs. That's what I call her. That sounds dirty. It's just a long nickname. Ultimately, yeah. it defeats the purpose of the nickname uh, when it's just like super long. Just so people are not confused, this is not the buddy comedy Heat, starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. <laughs> Correct. That, that is, is a, a different buddy comedy. Yes. That one is also equally hilarious. It is hilarious. But not intentionally. Maybe, maybe, we'll, co- maybe we'll cover that uh, in a future episode. If we run out of all the buddy movies, we will do, the, we will do Heat. Yes. Michael Mann's Heat, starring Robert De Niro. Good buddies. Which they only have one scene together, so, you know. I got to say, Abby, before we start the show, uh, my doctor might call during the show. Um, so we may have to pause because I had my physical and I'm okay. a man of a certain age and I want to, you don't want to leave your doctor, you know, just in case there's something wrong, you don't want to like let your doctor go to voicemail. Is this the doctor that fondles your balls and makes you cough? My general, my physician? Yes. I mean, I get, I, I didn't get my balls fondled this time. Maybe, maybe hmm. he's just not that into me. Yeah, maybe, maybe you should have dressed a little bit nicer. <laughs> I should have, maybe, I just, yeah. I, so I may have to take a phone call is what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I'm looking forward to that. So before we get into the heat, why don't, maybe we should introduce each other for people who don't know us. Sure. I can, I can start to introduce you. Uh, Sure. Brandon Boogie is a filmmaker, a Mm -hmm. writer, a um, director, a uh, key grip boy. I have gripped. I have best boyed and key gripped on occasion. A a gaffer tape. I haven't really. Hander outer. I do hand out gaffer tape. Mm-hmm. And a uh, man who is wanted in 16 states for uh, indecency. Indecent. Yes. My decency is, my indecency knows no bounds. Yes. Uh, do you think the gaffer just hands out gaffer tape? Is that what you think a That's gaffer That's obviously does? why they call that person that. Uh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, this is Abby Barrett. She is a singer. She is a songwriter. She is a heat bringer because mm-hmm. we're doing the heat. I think you're, you know, she really brings the heat. The heat is she on. Brings the heat. She's a hot tamale. I can bake a potato just by looking at it. Just by looking at it, she's a hot tamale. You're gonna keep saying, that, aren't you? Tamale. I wish people could Do see you... your face right now. <laughs> hot tamale. I think I... they can imagine it. I think they can. Yeah. Um, do you remember Hot Tamales Candy? I do. They're still around. Do you remember the song from the commercial? I don't. Go ahead now. When you when you bite into a hot tamale, a hot tamale will bite you right back. That's a really so it, like, dumb jingle. Bites you right back. Yeah. I'll have to find it and maybe maybe I'll stick it at the end of the show if I can find it. Okay. Cause and we'll see how accurate that was. Um, so why don't we get into the heat starring Melissa McCarthy and Sandy Sandy, Sandy Beachy Bulldoggy Face? All right. Well, we have a uh, special agent Ashburn, who's played by Sandra the Bulldog Bullock, 
Um, yes. And she's this hotshot FBI agent, and she closes more cases than anyone. She um, does. But no one likes her because she's sort of like arrogant about it and mm-hmm. a little bit uh, in your face with her with her collective wins. Um, and then there's Detective Mullins, who's played by Melissa McCarthy, and she is like the wild card kind of fast drinking, loose Boston Police Department uh, officer who's like not afraid to like beat up perps and she'll bend the rules. She'll bend the rules just to get her collar, as they say in the biz. Mm. Yeah. And uh, we see her um, catching Tony Hale, who is soliciting a sex worker, or at least his character is. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't think he really was doing it. No. This is a documentary, and they caught Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this is right after she uh, she calls his wife. Yep, she's probably gonna burn your shit today. Come on, so. look, you don't understand, all right? She just had a baby. There's a lot going on down there. I'm not gonna touch that. Why don't you take your uh, seatbelt off for a minute? Come on, please. Yeah. Come no, on. you seem like a you reasonable like guy. Take little, your fucking you look belt off. Like you off. got some compassion. Listen, I love, I love the sound of a guy that after his wife gives him his fifth fucking child complains about her messy vagina. And then you don't want to fucking touch her. Get the fuck. Get out of the door for you. Get out of the fucking car. Get out of the fucking car. So this was um, this this movie was in 2013. You know, when we watch a lot of, of these movies, one of the the running themes that goes through a lot of these buddy movies, especially buddy cop movies, is just rampant police brutality. Yes. All it, of them. Like throughout, yeah, but a lot of them were like from the 80s and 90s, but this one is the most recent one where we still <laughs> were like, "Yep, that's fine." <laughs> A guy doing a a soliciting a sex worker should should be violently beaten. I don't know though. I I think in this movie we're not we're supposed to think that that's not fine, and that's why it's funny. Like whereas other oh. earlier movies, no, I where think we... it's a it's a comedy, so you get away with it a little more. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because other like forty eight hours, they're treating it as if that's like a normal thing to do. Whereas here, well, yeah, it's like... the heroes are the ones that are doing that still. Though, I mean, I think I still I still think you wouldn't necessarily do that even though it was 2013 i still think you would think twice now yeah sure having, now a, but... having having a cop that just for minor crime and, and the scene later a guy is smoking weed and she run runs him down mm-hmm. with her car which takes place in massachusetts it's all legal now it's all so, legal so it's amazing how much has changed since 2013 yeah let's just bask in that for a moment um i'm trying to think uh Dunkin' Donuts has new flavors, you know. (laughs) Um, It's just Dunkin' now. It's just Dunkin'. It's just Dunkin'. Yeah, they they ripped away the donuts. Everything's changed. Mm -hmm. 2013. What an innocent time. Yep. I was married at that point. Oh, I didn't know that. I had my five kids as well. I wasn't aware that you had five children. Yeah. How's the how's how's the vagina mess down there? Pretty messy. (laughs) (laughs) What were you doing? Butcher shop down there. Uh, I was running a butcher shop. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Sl- slinging messy vaginas. Slinging messy vaginas yeah. around. It's good business. It is. It's just good business, Abby. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Ashburn, who's, uh, she's sent to Boston to investigate this big drug lord. And when she arrives, she interrogates the dealer that Mullins just chased down and arrested, the guy that was smoking a joint. Um, and Mullins is not too happy about it. Or duly noted. Thank oh, you great. so much. And if you're okay with everything, could you just, just maybe close the door on the way out? I'll shut the door on you. Will you lay down here, put your head in the door, and I'll slam it about 157,000 fucking times. Oh, shit, girl. You better run. You need run. to shut your mouth. Run like you on fire. You need to be quiet. You're going to get up, and we're going to settle this outside. Okay, no, I'm, I won't be going outside. No, you're going to get up, 
and you're going to come outside. No, ma'am. Not going outside. Fine. We'll do this And could somebody please remove this person oh, from the interrogation room? Mental illness is nothing to be ashamed of. It runs in many families. I'm going to hit you. I, you're not going to hit me. Please don't. I'm going to hit you and don't, knock all your little buttons. Your I'm going to hit you there. Don't, do not put your here. finger so in my... Stop touching my buttons. Stop touching my buttons. Stop it. Don't you don't move you. those fucking hands in here. And a good old slap fight. There, a slap fight is always funny. Yeah, it's really. I mean, that's what most fights look like. You like, think most fights look like a slap fight? Yeah, if you're seeing like a bunch of you know whether it's like bros or or whoever is fighting, it's like especially like end of the night. It's always sloppy and stupid looking. <laughs> right. You know, right. it's never yeah. like coordinated like punches and. Are you one of these people that like an internet video or whatever, or is it someone that, oh, this drunk guy got knocked the fuck out? Do you like enjoy watching that? No, I think it's horrible. And I think it's not something that it's weird to be like delighted by that. It it, it makes me nauseated yeah. to see it. Like violence really bothers me. Like real violence bothers me. I like sort of movie violence is fine. And right. like, I don't mind like mixed martial arts or something like that where they're athletes and they're there's sort of like they're like you know, rules and boundaries inf- informed consent and yeah. all that stuff but like for some people it just hits that like uh i don't know it hits that like animal thing in us that we're attracted to violence that people go oh shit oh god knock the fuck out yeah i was thinking about like what happened after that that they didn't film which is like the, right. the you know concussion that lasts forever and Right, you know, or the guy, the guy that gets beat up and then goes home and takes it out on his spouse, you know, that kind of thing. Right, or like the guys to like clean up the blood from the sidewalk. Yeah, or that right, po- or the know. or the guy who lost all his money betting on the fight, yep. and then he goes home and gets in a fight. Yeah, and then the, and then another guy loses money betting on that fight. Yeah, it's just it's and then the like guy in the bank was to keep giving out money. Right. You know, and then the bank gets robbed mm-hmm. by these guys in masks that look like presidents. Oh, wait, that's a different movie. That is a, that's a different buddy movie. That's a different buddy movie, which we have covered, I believe. We have. Check out the archives, folks. Um, We've that, been doing this for was, a that while. That was Point Break, everyone. Point Break. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. And that's it. So, hey, have a Woo! great night. <laughs> have a great night, everybody. USA. USA. We did it. Um, so they don't get along, um, but Ashburn and Mullins realize they can't, um, they have to be helpful to each other in the investigation. So they decide to work together and they track down one of the drug dealers in a nightclub and try to get close to him. And Mullins pushes, pulls Ashburn into the bathroom to make her fit into the club more. Cause she's wearing like a business suit and she looks like a narc basically. Um, but just ends up cutting up her clothes. Okay, I, I look like I've been attacked. That's not my fault. Well, I mean, oh, it's my fault? Let me even out the bottom. Okay, would you just stop carving up my clothes? I'm making shorts. Everybody likes shorts. Oh, Jesus, word. hold still. Oh, please, just... Well, hey. well, that feels awkward, weird. Just don't touch that area. Well, don't duck down. You're going to suck my hand up there. Stop pulling my pants off. Jesus. What? What are those? What What are those? Stop, stop it. So my spanks, they hold everything together. Why? What's going to f- come popping out? So spank, spanks are something I don't know a lot about. Are you uh are you familiar with spanks? I'm a little familiar with them, yes. Have They're... you ever um have you ever worn spanks? I wore them once. I think I had to wear like a or I didn't have to. I chose to wear a kind of form-fitting dress. Um and it does secure little you know things it's like the nip tuck but in spandex form 
you're doing you're doing, I'm doing hand a, gestures. I'm, I'm like, are, I look oh, like I'm lifting myself up from my bootstrap, but I'm really like pulling yourself. the spanks over my head, to, like a cocoon where I yes. feel safe. Right, right. You like you look like you are giving yourself just a, a the most atomic of wedgies. I did well. I did that too, but that's just fun. Yeah. Over the head, over the back of the head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not a true wedgie unless the, uh, you know, the 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 band of the briefs is broken and up over the head. You don't, you know, that's not a true wedgie unless that happens. Have you ever had an atomic wedgie or given one? I have. I have definitely had an atomic wedgie. Oh, for interesting. Sure. And I, pr- I, I, I probably have given them like jokingly, but not an atomic. I don't think I've gone all the way where I. I th- no, I probably have ripped someone's underwear. Yeah. I, you know, I was a child. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe your brother was involved. Brothers or, yeah. you know, friends that, of that age, you know. You know, like your crazy 30s. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, I don't know everywhere. what the male, what would the male equivalent of Spanx be? Like maybe like a, a man girdle or something like that? Yeah. I think yeah. they probably do. I think men do wear Spanx. Like it, really? Yeah, I mean, you're, they're not like... I'm sure they They're have them. They're not gendered spanks. I mean, I think they started off as gendered, but I, I, there's not. I mean, it's really just like God, a, can't it's women like a have anything to themselves these days? Can't Men we? gotta come in on the spanks game. I know, seriously. I feel like they're spanks. Spanks are for everyone. All right. Well, I'll go get. I'll go get myself a pair. They're gonna sponsor us after hearing this. Sponsored by spanks. That's mm-hmm. fun to say. Sponsored by spanks. So as they get deeper into the investigation, Mullins learns that her brother, Jason, who's played by Michael Rappaport, who is a um, he's mandatory for any movie that has like blue collar people from Boston, even though he's from New York. Um, He's from New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, He may be involved in the drug dealer gang. So she and Ashburn visit her family home where all her family is mad at her because, as it turns out, she is the one who put Jason in jail. Once in your life. Some chicken? Oh, great. Ah, well, 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 look who it is. Yeah, the rat's back in the house. Nice. Would you come back to rest somebody else? Hey, you know, I saw Ma throw a can of uh, Diet Coke in the garbage the other day. She didn't even recycle it. Dad here, he's splicing cable off the neighbors next door. Petey over here, how many how many songs you download illegally? 10, 20,000. 20,000? Mikey stole a laptop from his work the other day. No health insurance, that balances out, but not you. You're probably calling the SWAT team. Well, actually, she could, because these are horrible examples. Here are the nuggies. All right, here we go. What kind of an animal throws her own brother in jail? You should never arrest your family. Who are you? That's Gina. Well, tell Gina I'm going to strangle her at the table. Okay, everybody calm down. Shannon's right. This one has no business chiming in on a family matter. This one? Why are you talking about my girlfriend like that? She wears sweatpants to your mother's dinner, that's why. Those are her classy sweatpants. They don't say insert here. Look at my breasts at the table. Home. So I will say, they, the great Jane Curtin as the mom, yes. by the way. Who's also from who Massachusetts. Is from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. Absolutely. The but whole ev- scene, so everybody ev- there was from Massachusetts. Everybody there was except Michael Rappaport. Yeah. So they had, um, you had, you had Nate Cordry. Yep. Um, and you had Joey McIntyre from sure. New Kids on the Block. I didn't know who the women uh, were. Um, I think they, I, I didn't recognize Yeah, I haven't them. seen them in other things. Bill and Burr, then Bill Burr, yeah. of course, who is hilarious, and Bill Burr talks like that all the time, even when he's in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I do. Like, like... Oh, really? We got a Star Wars kid from the South Shore. What's fuck going on? I like that um, Melissa McCarthy. I don't know if she could do a Boston accent, but I'm assuming she can't. And the fact that she didn't try was good. 
Yeah, no, it was if, a good idea. It would be distracting. We don't all sound otherwise. like that. We don't all sound like it. Do you now? You're from New York. Do you think the Boston and New York accent sound similar? I think there's like some overlap. Yeah. Uh, um, but I think like everywhere else in the world, they think it's like the same thing. Yeah. There's... So they put Michael Rapaport doing a New York's accent, which is you know wrong. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah. It's it's a different accent. So after Jason tries to help um, and ends up in a coma. Ashburn and Mullins go after the dealers themselves, and they end up getting tied up, and Ashburn gets stabbed in the leg. Would you mind holding this for me? My, my hands are tied, but I can... Oh, okay. Let me help you. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks. Breathe through the pain. Breathe through the pain. Do that. Do that. Do that. Breathe it out. Breathe it out. Breathe it out. Okay, Mullins. Oh, we should perish in here. Well, God, I know I'm not very good with my feelings. Oh God! But I need to tell you something. Okay? Okay. You are, you are smart. You are smart, and you are intuitive. And you're the best cop I've, I've ever worked with. Oh God! You do. Thank you. You were right. I went back and looked at the evidence, and I think the Red Falls killer is innocent. Oh. Did you happen to mention that to anybody before you put yourself in a life-threatening situation? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Jesus, good luck. God, You're taking that to your grave, probably. So again, you know. Uh, so what? So at first, have you ever been stabbed in the leg? I haven't. Not yet. Oh, really? That surprises me. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. I know. I have it coming. I, you're one of those people that like it's always. I I'm, I I don't I expect you to be alive. I don't expect you to be dead. But I expect there to be more attempts on your life than there have been. And there have been quite a few. <laughs> really, but not as many yeah. as you one would think. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What's your pain tolerance? I've been told by doctors that I have like an abnormally high pain tolerance, which is really weird. It's not like something that's like particularly great. They like give me, you know, it actually isn't good. You should have a low pain tolerance. Yeah. Um, what is I, your pain tolerance? I think mine's pretty high. You want to test it out right now? I mean, yeah, I think it... With think, a slap fight? I'm not going to, you know... Well, I am going to, but like most women have pretty high pain tolerance, just generally. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. I mean... We're in pain for why? a lot of the... Most of our lives. Oh, yeah? Well, Emotional every month. Emotional pain or physical pain? No, physical. I mean... Oh, okay. Monthly shit's always... I don't, I don't know. know what you're talking about. Um, so once a year, this women get like what we call our miracle. Once a year? Yeah. And it's when um, the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. comes down and um, he like looks at our uterus mm-hmm. and he um, makes like a little spell. And yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It just t- a uterus spell? A uterus spell. And it just makes, sh- it just helps to make sure that your uterus is primed um, yeah. for when it gets painted because you got to do. <laughs> The primer oh, before there's you... a paint job that yeah, happens. There's paint job, and that paint job just... tickles a little, and that's does what I'm Jesus, talking about. Does Jesus do the painting himself, no, or he does he outsource has, that he to his Mexican like a... counterpart, Jesus? <laughs> no, he doesn't do that because that's racist. Um, it's not racist. That is, a, that is a Mexican name, Jesus. I know, but it doesn't mean that his contractor, his outsource, is going to be to Mexico. Okay, so you think it's racist to assume that he's that he's uh, Mexican? Yes. Okay. All right. But he does outsource it to um, his Norwegian. Uh, is Norwegian? Are the are the Nor <laughs> are the Norwegians known for painting? I don't. I don't know. They are known. I think Olaf was the god of painting. 
Oh, Olaf was the god of painting. Unfortunately, okay. he painted everything white because he, there's just snow everywhere. So everywhere, right. that's the only color he knows is just white paint. Right, right. Right. So, so, so Jesus gets Olaf, yeah. the Norwegian painter, to paint your uterus, uh, prime your uterus. Prime it. Jesus primes it and then paints it. <laughs> and that's then that's the pain that you're talking about that women go through. Yes, which is common okay. knowledge. And you should have learned I, that in health class. It is I the another failure of the public school system. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Okay, so what else <laughs> happens in the fucking movie? <laughs> so, you know, they've been bonding this whole time after hating each other. They had like this crazy drunken night, and in the end, they solve the case and they become best friends, sisters, if you will. Huh? Sisters from another Mister. Awesome. So that's the heat. That's the heat. Great job, Abby. Great job with another terrific Abby Barrett recap. So the question is, which one has the better friendship? Yes. Mullins and Ashburn from The Heat or Abby and Brendan from The Heat Rash? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We'll find out after this. So, Brendan, we actually have a new sponsor. Great. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, it's this cool, um, it's like a translation app, a Rosetta Stone for Boston. So if you're visiting Boston for the first time, you're able to speak to the locals. Oh, okay. I'm from Boston. I would like to hear this. Uh, How's it work? So you could just speak a sentence and then it will give you the translation of what you can say. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. I'll I'll say, how about, yeah, I'll try it. Uh, Why don't we just something simple like, how are you? How are you? Okay. So that's just the same thing in an accent. I guess. Okay, all right, let's, let me try to make it a little harder. Uh, where is the liquor store? Where's the packy? See, that was a trick question. We do call it a packy. All right, I'm okay, starting to like see? this thing. Um, yeah, um, how about uh, he's he's not that smart? He's wicked stupid. Again, I would probably say that, so the, the, I think okay. this, this, app is, this app is working for me. Um, how about I would like uh, some potatoes for dinner? Throw some potatoes at my gobbler. I've actually never heard that term, but hey, maybe it's a North Shore thing. Um, How about sports here? Uh, I hope we win against the other team. We better Tom Brady those chowder heads or I'm going to shit clams in my lobster cream pie. (laughs) This this voice sounds an awful lot like yours, Abby. I I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's probably coincidence. Um, Let's say, let's do geography. Uh, Let's take the elevator uh, to the top of the hub and view the city. Let's ride the beanbox up the cannoli shaft and peep our sea holes at the big to do. Peep our sea holes. Yeah, that's, that seems <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah, it seems so accurate. Uh, excuse me, is this where the Freedom Trail begins? Ked, is Meatballs gravy where Paul Revere likes them apples? Makes no sense. All right, got one more. Um, the directions. Uh, why don't we take Route 3 to get to Cape Cod? Tea Party, North Shore, Go Sox, then Braintree at Worcester, and Duncan, Big Poppy. It's just a bunch of nonsense. I, that sounds fine to me. <laughs> it's so stupid. This is like what people talk. This is a, I feel like it's pretty accurate. Uh, okay, well, if you want to uh, get this app, I guess contact us at We're Too Old Pod. <laughs> it's a great app, folks. It's a great app. You'll fit right in with the locals. <laughs> Go socks. <laughs> Our friends better than buddies or buddies better than friends. What about pals? It's food for thought. Welcome back to We're Too Old for This Podcast. 
My name's Brendan Boogie. And I'm Abby Barrett. We did a flipsy flipsy doodle. We're silly. We're we're a couple of silly gooses uh, during this show. It is quite the silly fest for for those of you just tuning in, even though that's Mm -hmm. not how podcasts work at all. No, not at all. People don't never start in the middle. So the fact that we even introduce ourselves again is... A little silly. It's embarrassing that we keep doing it, but hey. It's unprofessional. Why the fuck not? It's our house. It's our dojo. Well, a lot of our uh, listeners are forgetful. That's true. They just uh, immediately have that short-term memory like that guy from Memento. What guy from Memento? Oh, you forgot about him? Oh, that's Uh, the irony. Yes, psych. Irony. The irony there. You forgot Memento. That is (laughs) ironic. Ironic indeed. Ironic and a half. Um, so today we're covering The Heat, uh, starring Melissa McCarthy and Ol' SB. Ol' SB from the truck. Ol' SB CB Radio. She's a hot tamale. Um, so before we get into comparing our friendship uh, to the friendship in the movie The Heat, perhaps it would be helpful if people knew how it is that we met. Sure. I mean... A lot of people don't know this, but um, I actually recently purchased a home. Yes. And when I moved in, I knocked down a wall. Mm-hmm. And as I was pulling back the bricks, you were in the wall. Somebody I, had encased you in the wall. Right. Yeah, I was and in, in a wall for a very long time. For a very long time. And uh, you know, we introduced ourselves and we chatted a little bit. Right. It was. I was in a surprisingly chatty mood for someone who had been encased in a brick wall. I just. Well, I think I was, you hadn't seen people. You know. I was just happy to speak to anyone. Um, and then you know, I invited you to to step out of the wall, and and you still haven't. Which right? I said no thanks. Awkward. I said yeah. no thanks. I will stay right here in this wall. I've got everything I need. I've got yeah. a, a a corner for my my leavings. Sure. Yeah, that's uh, something I actually want to talk to you about. Oh yeah, what's the problem? Um, there's a certain smell a, a coming certain... from your area of the wall. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. A good smell, right? Um, it depends. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't involved in the sale of the house. Somebody right. else did that, so I can't be mm-hmm. held responsible. Like, by caveat emptor. You know, that's Latin. Yeah, no, I got, I got for, that for uh, see no evil, hear no evil, right? <laughs> Is that what that means? I think, I think so. I think so. I used to, I used to take Latin. I was president of Latin club in high school. Oh, no no joke. I actually, was, I actually was the president of the Latin club in high school. You're, you're a bona fide nerd. <laughs> I am, and I almost, I think I may have mentioned this uh, on the podcast before, but uh, there were, there were talks of impeachment. <laughs> Wait, like for real? For real, because I was oh, wow. basically I only did it for my college, uh, you know. Yeah, stupid, why else would you do college it? things? But so so once I got elected, I had no more interest in doing anything, so I just didn't do anything at all. And all the all the other nerds in the Latin Club were like, "He's not doing enough." What we're were gonna, you supposed to? What do you do in a Latin like, Club? Like you have little events, you know what I mean? Like you're supposed to have little parties and stuff. And I just wasn't interested in you know who who gives a shit, right? Uh, that was my attitude. Yeah. Have but, they heard about um, getting laid and doing drugs? Because that would have been... I had not heard of that. They had not heard of that. Uh, <laughs> that was not something that was in our uh, in our Latin vocabulary. You sure. Know. Well, you hadn't gotten that far in the, the Latin text. So. No, not quite. Not quite. We read about, you know, Odysseus and all the sex he was having, and we were like, no, thank you. 
Yeah, no, thank. That sounds terrible. No, thank you. We will just study our text mm-hmm. and our 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 declinations. <laughs> Those sirens sound real bitchy. <laughs> they sure do. So speaking of bitchy, yes, you and I'm me, here. right? You and me. Mm-hmm. Which one of us do you think the question we always ask? Which one of us right. is the Mullins, and which one of us is the Ashburn? It's funny because we do this each time, and every time I forget that this is part of what we do. Yeah, and I'm well, always caught off guard. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Cause okay. I, I, I well, I think the obvious one. This is one of the more obvious ones. I think. Uh, I think I'm the Mullins, and you're the Ashburn. Um, okay. Because I'm from Boston, and I play sure. by my own rules. Of, of all the people, you know, of all the people that I get recognized that people mistake me for in public, usually it's Melissa McCarthy. Sure, people are like, yeah. oh, are you Melissa McCarthy? I'm like, no, no, I'm Brendan Boogie. And they're like, oh, my God, are you sure? And they get really angry about it. And then I, yeah. I have to show them I'm not Melissa McCarthy by being not funny. That is the way that I just go, oh, okay, I'm not Melissa McCarthy. I'm not yeah. funny at all. They're like, yeah, And no. uh, you're more likely to wear a pantsuit, I think, and be uh, tall know. and arrogant. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, so that, that's what I think. What do you think? I mean, I think you're probably right. There's something devil may care about Melissa McCarthy's character mm-hmm. that I can sort of identify with. Interesting. But I think you're more likely to pull, pull someone Tony Hale out of a car, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, chase someone um, down with my car. Yeah, and, and maybe shame them publicly. Whereas yeah. I'm more likely to be like, meh. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be on your tombstone. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Who Whatever. cares? It's fine. Who gives a fuck? I did my best. Abby, no, you didn't. <laughs> Abby did Barrett. Average. Here lies Abby Barrett. I didn't do my best. She was a solid B minus. <laughs> Very generous with the great great inflation, I guess. Um. So one of the things about this film was that uh they were these two women in an all-male environment or a mostly male environment the police or the fbi so you have to kind of imagine that it is is harder for them so they have to kind of be twice as good to stand out yes what is your you know me being male and you being female you would probably know about this more than me because i really just get into a situation and my mediocrity just floats me right to the top Mediar- does, yeah. mediocrity and and charm that's all that's all my entire life and the charm is questionable well it's mediocre charm it's mediocre charm exactly right. so what kind of situations are you in where it's a male environment and, what, and what's kind of that like for you i mean i think i've been lucky in that most jobs that i have had it's been more um women on staff Mm-hmm. Um, just I think by virtue of, you know, what I do is just has always been kind of more women dominated. But um, I mean, certainly like music. Well, realm. that's what I was thinking of is you yeah. as a musician, you know, you run into a lot of shit that yeah. men musicians don't have to deal with at all. Yeah, there's always like the weird comparisons or there's like the. What do you mean the, weird comparisons? Like, oh, like. I saw you and I saw, you know, X female musician and you're better as if Oh, like, really? As if like we if all women musicians are in some weird competition and they don't do it with male uh, compared to male musicians ever. No, no, and it's just like a weird and nor do I think that they would ever go up to a male musician and be like, "Oh, and I saw like 
you know, ex male musician, but you're way better. It's like this weird, like, huh. wink, wink. Like, I know you girls like to cat it up. Cat, yeah, cat it up. And it's just so fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. I was once, yeah, I was once told I should smile more after, after doing a two hour set. Oh my God. You must have, that must have been a delight to hear. I, w- I mean, I honestly started laughing just because it was like such textbook. Yeah. And the guy who said it, like, there was just like not enough time in the like the history of the universe to have to be able to explain like why that's just unbelievably sexist. <laughs> yes. You know, but then there's like the other, you know, when you're in a room full of male musicians and somebody has an idea and they they direct their eye contact to the other men in the group, but they never make eye contact with you. Even though it's your band. Well, not nece- not necessarily my band, but just oh, like okay, in, gotcha. in any sort of musical situation where it's like, like, oh, well, my I'm over here. Yeah. Like, you know, or the best, the best is like saying something. Often it's jokes. You say a joke and then uh, people like somebody will laugh because somebody heard it and then a man will repeat the repeat same joke. It. Oh, my God. And then it's like the same. And then I'm like, I just fucking said that joke. I've done that. And like, I try to catch myself doing it. But like it, I do it with with my partner, Dahlia, where Dahlia will say something and no one will really hear it. And then I'll repeat it and get the laugh. And I feel bad. But, you know, but I, I try to credit. I always try to credit the laugh. I do my best. I, I'm trying my best. I, w- I would say that I'm certainly part of the problem <laughs> because I'm an interrupter. Like, I'm a classic interrupter. Sure, um, yes. And I know that I've been socialized to interrupt women more. Um, but I'm trying to, like, notice it now more and trying to, like, catch myself and go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I am I just always end up apologizing a lot because I'm like, oh, I interrupted you and, and I yeah. don't want to interrupt. I always like, try to draw attention to the fact that I interrupted you and I shouldn't do that, um, which I don't know if that's good or bad. But I think that's good. I mean, it's as long as you're not like, I'm so sorry. And then don't let the person finish. You know, I think yeah. that's great. it's good to, to recognize and to like to uh, to assert that that happened. Yeah, I mostly you know? try to model it when there are other other men around too to be like oh i interrupted you i'm sorry i'm trying to get better about not interrupting women because i know that's a problem a lot of women have and people go sh- whoa what the fuck yeah you should try um next time just saying when you interrupt a woman just be like oh i'm sorry you kept talking and i was trying to interrupt you and like i yeah. think that's really rude right. just tell her how rude she's being <laughs> i should and she- tell her she should smile more yes absolutely <laughs> A, a smile. I don't know, have you ever been in like in a we like all women experience where you're the only dude? Like many is there times. An equivalent to that? Uh, it, it's just I just tell you. So I worked in mental health for many years, and the population of therapists is basically ninety percent female to ten percent male. Yeah. So I was mostly I was mostly around women in a working environment all the time, and I loved it. I am so much more comfortable around a lot of women to the point where if I'm in an all male environment, I feel weird. You know, I'm just sort of like, eh, if there were women around this, this shit wouldn't be <laughs> happening right now. Yeah, You'd yeah. be on better behavior. But also I notice I, I just, I get promoted every time I go in anywhere, they make me the boss and it's, and I, and yes, I was good. But like, also I think that because we're in the patriarchy, my assertiveness or just my presence seems more boss like, Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though there are plenty of qualified women, I don't. I don't think I was ever unqualified for the job, but it, like it was uncanny. Every time I get hired somewhere, I would be promoted very right. quickly. Yeah. It was uncanny, and I'm yeah. good, but I'm not that good. You're like, I know. 
how good I am. And it's, <laughs> and it's mediocre. <laughs> but I'm loud Sometimes. and I'm assertive and I'm confident. And those are the those are leadership qualities. But they're also things that because, um, you know, a middle class, white, straight male in America, like it, it, it was kind of like gifted to me. I didn't have to fight through anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wasn't always confident, but like the hurdles I had to overcome to like gain my confidence or nothing compared to to most people well i think what we think of as what leadership looks like isn't necessarily what it should look like just thinking about like certain jobs that i have where you really have to think things through and it's really collective so like the leadership position not that they shouldn't be confident but that sort of like asking the room and really gathering ideas it's like i feel like that's slowly becoming more commonplace and i feel like that's sort of a characteristic maybe women have at least been more used to doing is sort of getting collective consensus right and and luckily that that's sort of coming into fashion because you know rather than having just some sort of like one guy who's like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this oh he's a leader it must be good yeah yeah yeah, shit, I'm out of luck. That's all I do is I go in and boss people around. I'm like, you, mm-hmm. get me a coffee. You, get me a separate coffee. You're competing in who's going to give me the most coffee. <laughs> and the winner gets reimbursed. <laughs> sad. It's sad. So one of the things that happens in the heat is they, um, Mullins brings Ashburn to her family's dinner or her family's lunch or whatever it is, like a family meal. Yeah. I've never... I don't think I've ever met any of your family. Have I met any of your family? No one has. <laughs> <laughs> you keep them you keep them uh locked away in the brick, you know. Wall, yeah, they're in a different like, wall. They're a different wall in a different yeah. state. But you have met my family. You've met I some have, of my yes. family. Yep. Yes. I met your mom, I met your brother and sister in law, I think. Yeah. hmm So you've met um, my family. Yeah, minus a few and then Yeah. What do you think it would be like to bring me home to the old family? What would I be in for? Or what would they be in for with me, I guess, more more importantly? Um, I think you would get along with them, I think, because my family's all really funny. Um, Bunch of wiseacres? There's some wiseacring. Mm-hmm. 50 acres of, of wiseness. <laughs> you, got, you grew up on 50 acres of wise? <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's uh, my parents are very, like, they, they're very routine people, though. Like, at 6 o'clock is when you have cocktails. And, oh. You know, and it, so there is, like, you know, and up till that point, it's everybody's, like, doing their own little work thing. Like, they're both retired, yet they're still doing various jobs. So they're, they're kind of, like, um, are they very neat people? They're both very neat. Okay. So they're kind of My dad was a, he was a Marine, so he's got that neat oh, gene. Oh, I didn't know your dad was a Marine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my mom, um, she was not a Marine, but mm-hmm. she would have made a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she's very, very neat. Yeah. So they like they like order. Yes. See, I bring a but, little chaos. But they're fun. They're fun. they're fun, so they're not yeah. super uptight about it. So I, so no, they're not uptight. It's it's more like it's it's stuff that needs to be ordered. They're not really uptight about like subject you know, matter being around. talked about or anything like no, that. No, not yeah, no. So I could bring, like I could bring, I could bring my blue material, and they would be okay. I mean, I think my dad would probably. I mean, any they both, I think, secretly like fart jokes, even though right they pretend that they don't. It's funny. My mother is a you know seventy five year old woman who's not you know most seventy five year old women don't like sort of 
gross out comedy or whatever or like alternative yeah. comedy so she's not re- like she she's does, isn't offended by it but but again i think i've talked about this except for reno 911 she loves reno 911 yeah because c- it's so outrageous and she just laughs her ass off at reno 911 something about it something about it's, that show yeah. just gets her even though they're so extreme there's jokes about there's so many horrible like extreme jokes yeah. on there, but it's just really funny. I think if you if you see my parents and they because they both kind of dress up when they go out and stuff, oh. and then like I remember Borat came out, and there's the whole scene where the two of them were just like naked. Oh, that like was yeah, dick so funny. flying. And like I talked to my parents on the phone, they're like, "We just saw Borat," and I was like, "Oh god," and they're like, "It was so funny." Like they yeah, yeah. fucking loved it, and it was the weirdest thing because I of all movies for them to love. Yeah, that scene. I was like, holy shit! I saw that scene. I saw the movie in the theater, and that scene, I was like yelling, laughing at that scene. Yeah, you know how like you're so good. Yeah, you know how like you continue to laugh. You're like ah ah, yeah. and like at that point you're just like ah, I'm laughing <laughs> ah. Just one long ah. Yeah, basically loudly. Um, yeah. So they this movie takes place in Boston. I am yes. from Boston. Yes. You live in Boston. You move. How long have you lived in Boston? Since 2001. Oh, wow. So quite a long time. What made you originally move to Boston? Um, I lived in California for a year before that. Um, and then it was just getting expensive. And I wanted to be kind of close to family, but without... I just kind of didn't want to live in New York again. Yeah. So I had uh, some friends who lived in Somerville, and that's kind of what... So you kind of ended up there a little bit, yeah. yeah. But you stayed. Obviously, you like it. I do like it. Yeah. What do you what What is the experience of a out? You know, I know it's it's you know because because the thing with I hate usually hate movies that are based in Boston because they only focus on you know I hate the town I hate Goodwill Hunting I hated I didn't hate but I didn't like The Departed. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly because they focus on this like one type of, yeah, guy in Boston. Yeah, the is, sort of like Irish American white guy that's sort of soulful, blue collar, has got yeah. the thick accent. Where it's like, yeah. there's many, many different kinds of people. So I, it just drives me crazy. But that's because I'm from there. I think. Yeah. So what do you like? Do you does that bother you, or do you like? What do you think of like the Boston accent, for instance? I I love it. I I just I'm tickled by it. I but, I have I've become like a nerd to it. Like now I like I'll be with my family and they're like, "Oh my god, you know, blah blah, blah such a thick accent." I'm like, "Really?" Like I'm just so used to it. Do you find it charming or does it sound to me it sounds so I grew up among it. And yeah. I purposely got rid of it because I hated everyone that I was growing up around and didn't want to be anything like them. To me, it sounds like it's someone who's going to always pick a fight. Okay, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And I've never gotten a fight in my life, and I'm from Boston. I mean, yes, verbally, I will argue with people, and I'm not afraid to do that. I think I think there's a prejudice there for sure. I think it's the same thing that like Northerners have with Southerners, where you hear a Southern accent, and there's an assumption that like they're not as smart. I think for people who don't have the Boston accent, they come in, there is that stereotype. Yeah. And I, I, know, I know at least from... That they're smarter or that they're dumber with the accent? That they're dumber with the accent. So I, I, there was this, this survey among people around the country and they, they identified the Boston accent as sounding smarter. 
Which are those to people me, though like watched Mash and they had they watched Charles and he had that weird oh, faux English that, accent? Yeah, that that Boston Brahmin like uh, yeah, that wasn't even relatively close to any sort of. No, it wasn't even no. like a Kennedy thing. It was right. Just like, yeah, maybe I don't know, but I well I think the I think the Boston you know accent usually when you see it in movies and TV it's someone that's funny and good at insults, which yeah. I think is true. I think most people you know if you have to look at a region like. Boston people are all kind of funny. <laughs> you know, like you kind of yeah. have to be funny to survive. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think that's sort of like parts of New York are like that too. I think parts right. anywhere, it's, it's not, it's not like. But it's an East, just, it's a Northeast thing. It's a particular Northeast thing. I don't know. I think if you go anywhere in the country, there's going to be that pocket of, of, of quick people. It might. No. It's. Not no. in Cincinnati. <laughs> All dummies in oh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati is known for their snappy comebacks. No, they're a bunch of dummies there. They're, that's why they're called Cincinnati's because they're snappy. Is that no? That's not Cincinnati. Snappy. So I don't know. stupid. I know. You know, you have been in Boston for over twenty years. Yes. But I want to see like how really much of a Bostonian you have become. So I have this okay, quiz. Okay. I have this quiz. Okay. That's all about what you know about Boston and, and how to be a true Bostonian. Okay. So would you like to take the quiz, Abby? Do I get some sort of prize at the end where like a key to the city or? Yes, I will, I will give you the key to the city. Okay, great. Of Boston. Perfect. Then yes. I will take the quiz. Okay. So here's the first question. Okay. With, which Boston neighborhood is the best place to buy poor quality cocaine from a guy named Sully and another non-related guy named Sully? Okay. Is it A, Southie? Mm-hmm. B Easty, C mm-hmm. Northwesty, mm-hmm. D kind of East but also kind of Westy. Um, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with I'll go with Southie. Uh, incorrect. It is Everett. Sorry, it is Everett. That's that was not even an option. <laughs> well, that's you're not a true Bostonian if you do, if you're playing them by the rules, kid. Oh, I see. All right? Okay. God, my accent's coming out. I didn't even really mean to do it. Okay. Here's the next question. Boston is a city of great history. What is the best history-related insult to use on someone who just took your parking lot that you shoveled out, even though you clearly marked it as yours with a cardboard cutout of Robert Parrish? You ready? Yes. A, hey there, great molasses flood for balls. Yeah. (laughs) B, what are you, the Boston teabag party? That's a good one. C, one if by land, two if by my balls. It's okay. D, suck my Plymouth cock. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going with molasses. Yeah. The great molasses flood for balls. Yeah, if you don't know that about molasses the... flood took over some parking lots as well. Yeah. With, no. with the molasses. And kids, if you don't know about the great molasses flood, look it up. Next question. Bostonians are very loyal to their sports heroes. Who would win in a fight? A, Larry Bird with a chainsaw for a left hand. Mm-hmm. B. Tom Brady with a rabid cougar trained to fight beside him. C. Bobby Orr covered in anthrax-covered spikes. D. Ted Williams with the ability to divide into infinite numbers of increasingly smaller Ted Williamses. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'm gonna have to go with um, Bobby Orr. 
I'm sorry. That's a good second guess. Uh, but uh, it's actually Ted Williams, fucking war hero kid. Um, you know what? It's not fucking Ted Williams because I fucking said the answer was fucking Bobby Orr, <laughs> and I fucking know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> All right, you're starting. You're starting to get it. You're starting to get it. Uh, next question. Yes. What is the best way to get from Quincy to Cambridge at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday? A. Don't do it. B. What are you fucking nuts? C. What do you want to go to Cambridge for anyway? There's nothing but hippies up there. D. Seriously, don't do it. Just stay home and watch Bruce Schwegler do the weather, kid. Uh, the answer is all of the above. All of the above, right. And there's maybe two people that are excited about my Bruce Schwegler reference. Yeah, I don't know. Who is that? He was a weatherman. Okay. Bruce Schwegler, Dickie he's Albert. He's no Pete Bouchard. Yeah, he's no Pete Bouchard. This is before Pete Bouchard. It was okay. back in the days that you were either a Dickie Albert guy or a Bruce Schwegler guy. Anyway, this is so fucking inside. It's crazy. So let me finish this off. This is the final question of the Boston quiz. How many Dunkin' Donutses can you see from your location right now? A, one across the street and another one across the street from that one. B, four that I can see, seven more that I can smell. C, I'm standing in a Dunkin' Donuts bathroom right now. D, we are all one with Duncan. Duncan is our shepherd we shall not want. Uh, I'm going to have to take all of the above again. Correct. We are are in all the Duncan Donuts. You're in all the Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts is in all of us. All the time, exactly. So really you went with D, but whatever. Whatever, kid. Whatever. Whatever. So that's the quiz. And I passed, and I get the key to the city. I think you get the key to the city, and we also learned a lot about our relationship. And the relationship uh, between Mullins and Ashburn, but that there is one question. There's one, which is why is one twenty three and ninety five the same fucking thing? It's Other than that, one twenty eight and ninety five. Oh, shit, shit. I, let me do that. You again. fuck it. You fucked it up, kid. Oh, I fucked it up. I'm gonna leave it in just because I'm ashamed. Yeah, you I are. meant one twenty eight ninety five. All right, let's Fucking stop. Loser. Let's stop with the accent and let's. I can't. I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> and it's verdict time. Let's get to the okay. verdict. When should we do that? Fucking next, bro. <laughs> All right, kid. Bud plugs. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. Saturday, May 6th, Abby Barrett and her erstwhile band are playing at Vincent's in Worcester, Massachusetts. If you haven't been to Worcester, you should really go. This is a perfect opportunity to go to see Scenic Worcester. That is May 6th, Saturday night. Abby Barrett and her band. Go to abbybarrett.com for more details. Uh, check out my substack at brendanboogie.substack.com. It's got lots of my comedy writing. You can subscribe and like and shell a friend. And it's lots of laughs. And there's paid and there's free. And you'll like it. It's funny. You like it. You like me. I like you. We all like each other. And this has been Bud Plugs. Buddies are like assholes. Everyone should have one. And welcome back to We're Too Old for this podcast. I have take, had a surgical procedure and had my Boston accent removed. So uh, you won't. it won't be bothering you for the rest of the show. I have, I've decided to do that. Good. Thank you. For the, for the listeners... Uh, for the listener's pleasure, really, you don't need to hear me talking in that accent. It is, it is, it is quite uh, embarrassing when I do it because I feel like it's something that's beyond my control and it just kind of slips out of me. It's okay. It's just an accent. No, no, it's more than an accent. It's an identity. Mm, are you trying to shed and, your identity? And I'm ashamed of where I come from. <laughs> Jeez, what a downer! Hey, what a downer, huh? 
Uh, so this is the portion of the show where we come up with a verdict. We have kind of, we've explored our relationship. We've explored the relationship of Ashburn and Mullins mm-hmm. from the movie The Heat, starring Melissa McCarthy and the Sands of Time is what I call her. Sands of Time, Time Back bull to the winkle, Future. Bulldog, That's what I call her. Buttocks, bully, bulk. bully, bully. Bully, bully Roosevelt. Um, so she's got a ver- lot of long nicknames, but um, now's the time for the verdict. What do you think? Would you like to go first or shall I go first? I can go first. Um, right, why don't you go first? I'm going to say that... Uh, why don't you go first? I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> um, I think that we are the better friends. Interesting. Tell me why, Abby. Because they start off hating each other. Um, and while we mildly hated each other, just kidding. Um, I think that they, they have the gallows sort of the, the being in the trenches together is what brought them together. And while that's very right. nice and they have each other now, I think otherwise they just kind of wouldn't have made friends. Mm. But I don't know. They just are like a, it's sort of friends out of circumstances that, but um, Abby, I gotta say that's all they were, of these movies. I know, but they were like kind of willing to throw each under each other under the bus quite a bit. Again, that's all of these movies. Well, then why are we even here, Brendan? That's a good point. Like, like why are can't... we doing the verdict if it's all the same? <laughs> Just work with me here. Well, I, well, I was hoping this, you guys... This whole thing was your idea. I was... <laughs> I mean, do you want to throw in the towel now? <laughs> no. I don't know. This the, it can't end this way. Is this way. the end? It can't end this way. It's just funny how you're you're basically criticizing the the format of a buddy movie and making them not like if if they if they're not friends for those reasons then not we're going to win every time because we're real humans and not movie characters. I know, but people could also just be friends and supportive of each other right off the bat rather than being assholes to each other. That would be other. a very uninteresting movie. Sure, but it would think? still be a movie about friends and I would watch it. That's like the show Friends. Yes. They're just friends all the fucking time. I know. There's no conflict. I, which there is, why is it's conflict. So terrible. It's not a terrible show. I love it, and I don't care what anybody thinks. All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you, Abby. Okay. I'm going to say they are the better friendship <sighs> because, uh, because I feel like the they have such a tremendous respect. What they don't, what they have that we don't have, is respect for each other's work. <laughs> That's true. That's a good and. Point. And that that at the end there, we're sort of, uh, you know, Sandy from Greece. Uh, that's another nickname she has. Sure. Sandy from Greece uh, says, you're the best cop. You're smart and all that. Like, we don't have anything like that. We have no respect for each other's work uh, or abilities or talents. We have no respect for any of that. We are really just a couple of um, degenerates who find the same shit funny and are just swirling down the drain together. That that that's our friendship. We are that's, swirling down the down the drain of life together, and we've clung to each other. That's like all friendship, loose Brendan. turds. So what's the point? We're all loose See? turds in the Dunkin' See, Donuts coffee of the universe. You're taking me down with you. Yes. And uh, so I think they're the better friendship because of the fundamental respect they have for each other, which you and I have none of. Even even less. Than we, we have did less when we than none. Yes. Oh, we have. I, yeah. As each, as I say each sentence, I get less respect for you. Yes. No. That's mutual. It's pretty. It's yeah. a pretty amazing thing. Well, that's actually. good. We agree on that. Actually, we do agree on yeah. that. So maybe we, we are the better friends. 
<laughs> Maybe we disagree on the verdict, but that's okay. We will live to live to verdict another day yes. because it's been another episode, another wonderful episode <laughs> of We're Too Old for this podcast. But just one question remains, Abby. What is it? What you know? You know what? The I know what the remains? question is. What is it? The question is. Will we do another episode? Is that the question, the answer, Brendan? No, the answer to that is yes. The question, because you're contractually obligated oh, right. and I'm Shit. very litigious. Yes, I forgot but about that. But the question is, who, which one of us? No, no, no that's not the question. <laughs> it's the question, what if we were? Mullins and Ashburn. Sandy Bully Bully. Oh, Bully Bully. Oh, Bully Bully. <laughs> Bird and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. You stop cutting up my clothes. I'm making shorts. Everybody likes shorts. Be careful down there. Jesus, what are those? They're my Spanx. They hold everything together. Why? What's going to come popping out? Here, let me keep going. No, no, come on. What? What is this? It's a chastity belt. I can't just give it away to anyone, can I? That's it. I'm going to have to use the blowtorch. Hey, come on, come on. T- take it easy down there. What the hell? What am I looking at? What do you mean? It's my rhino horn loincloth. That is really on there. Okay, that's it. I'm getting out the pile driver. No, not not the pile driver. Come on, Abby. What are you doing? Wait, what is that? What do you mean? It's the black hole at the center of my crotch. It's, it's so full of stars. It's beautiful. No, Abby, no, don't get too close. I regret nothing. Hey, buddies, if you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.